0: You don't use it. You don't really use it. And no. I mean, but it's when women use it as well, it's like it's like amplifies how ooh, you know when you hear a woman use that word, it's like
1: oh, Woof. Oof. it it stings. But then you guys throw it around liberally, like, hey, oh, that's that's you know, that's my friend, so of course I'm gonna call him a con. Yeah hombre the bottle. look a little closer cigar
0: and An actor and coming from chicago my hi oliver how are you my friend yeah good, good to see you for actually i was worried that I, I might have missed you because i just checked my uh my email and the the invite said 8 30 to 9 30 so i'm like i'm sure we said 9 30 i thought that's it i've I've um uh, I've messed up but yeah and then I didn't hear from you 10 minutes before I thought you were going to going to uh going to get get back to me like at 9:20 or something so I'm very precise with my time so boy uh, you,
1: you 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 British really are I was uh, I was in the middle of some deep <laughs> I was in the middle of some deep REM sleep and then I almost drifted back off and I woke up and I was like wait I can't like what am I doing I I I've, I've, I've got this interview to do but it all worked out because i would have just we would have just done this in the green room yeah. uh so my my apologies
0: no no no, it's fine i mean i really really appreciate you staying up this late i mean i haven't stayed up till 1 a.m since god like 2005 i think you know <laughs> so yeah you're doing uh you're doing well i really appreciate it <laughs>
1: well it's wonderful it's it's wonderful to, to to have you and to meet you let me ask you before we get started Uh, And I should have had this information before. Uh, Do you have a website that I can put into? It's called a little. I
0: I don't um, I don't use my website anymore. Um, I think since social media took off. Yeah. uh, I just update my social media. So it's basically um, my my Instagram is the main one that I use, uh, which is uh, Oliver Price official. Um, And I'm on Twitter as well. And Facebook. And
1: uh, but pretty much Oliver Price official will, will yeah. if somebody searches that. I mean, if
0: you, Google, if you Google my name, Twitter, or whatever, it'll come up. So
1: Perfect. So I'm, I'm and basically, uh, and I think you're 100% right as far as websites go. So now if you look down below, you'll see a little, there's a little fortune cookie scrolling, and it just basically has. So if somebody wants to uh, find me, they can just click on paulvato.com or, of course, uh, uh, Oliver. Price official, uh, and uh, that's on Instagram and on social media. Uh, but but I, I think that's the general consensus that the websites, uh, as actors, we know almost no longer need them. Uh, yeah. A good uh, a bio link, like Linktree or I use Popple or direct.me will yeah. is good enough because from there all the links, you know, whether yeah. it's your IMDb or whatever. Exactly. So yeah,
0: exactly. that's one hundred percent right. You know, um it, it really it really hit home to me how the whole social media thing was was so relevant now because I did a short film a few years ago and they actually cast the lead actress off the back of her followers that she had. She wasn't even an actress. You know, and I was like, damn, is that really is that really happening? And and it's happening more and more now because you know, if a studio is is umming and airing between you and someone else and you've got a million followers and they haven't got any, then you know, it's kind of a, they're getting all that free publicity, aren't they? A hundred percent. And it's,
1: it's a little, uh almost, it's a little scary because it should obviously just be based on our merit on our yeah. ability to be actors and, and to do the yeah. acting. But yeah. you, my friend, are a hundred percent right. And it's, it's, it's relatively new. I mean, it's so much so that like when I first joined Clubhouse, if you're familiar with the social audio app, you know, Clubhouse, uh, I was on there. And even just like a little bit over a year ago, at the end of January was my first day. Uh, and even back then, because I remember asking a few, because uh, I was just getting back in, into the world of acting, and I remember asking them, like, so how important is, you know, your social media following? And even like a, a little bit over a year ago, I felt like a lot of people were going like, oh, you know, we strictly based uh, base our, our casting on, on the, the talent and the acting. And then a year and a half later, they're literally going like, yeah, you better work on your social media because... You know, and I'm sure that's been going on for a while though.
0: Yeah, it has. It's just been it's just been getting more and more important, I think. Um, you know, all the all the top agents are active on there and yeah, and and people are cast directly from YouTube, and you know uh, it's crazy. But you know you, you have to roll with the times and and embrace it. I mean, sometimes it feels like work. You know, you have to think about the algorithm and what's the best time of the day to post and all that. And sometimes I'm like, Do you know what? I just can't. I can't be bothered with that. And I'll just I'll just um, I'll just not post anything for a few days. But then I'm like, ah. Oh. You know, I better start getting back on the back on the horse and uh, doing some stuff. And then you've got to think about what can I post. And during the pandemic, when when I didn't have any work, um, I took to um, doing um, lip syncing on TikTok, which actually was I, I really enjoyed that because you could you could lip sync to some really funny skits and stuff. Um, and um, I actually found some work. Someone approached me for a job. Uh, because I'd done those skits and they'd seen them, I'd posted them on my, and it's actually on my Instagram. I have a little, little TikTok thing in my stories, um, and they gave me a job off the back of me doing that. So, you know, you got to hustle wherever you can. It's um, it's not easy. It's it's not, and it's, uh, and then I'm sure it was similar to what
1: you guys went through as far as uh, as far as the auditioning process, where now and not just taking care of all of our social media, and it, you know, I feel like when I first did this. 20 years ago, of course, there wasn't all this social media wasn't around. So uh, it's not like we had to do it all. But a lot of times either your manager would take care of it for you or or your agents would be, you know, happy to to update stuff for you. And, and then now it's it's all us. So we have to do our, be our own social media manager, then not to mention our own directors, our own lighting people, our <laughs> own, uh, you know, everything. So. Uh, I mean, it, it's 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 uh, a it's a lot. It takes a lot to 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 oh poor us that we have yeah. to be
0: actors. But I, I, it's, not so it's, it's, no, not it's not easy. No,
1: not easy. I
0: mean, I, look, I look at my I look at my niece, and she'll be on TikTok, and I did, I did a little skit with my niece, which was actually really funny. But um, she'll say to me, "Oh, let, let's do a TikTok," and she's flicking through all the filters and all the you know the, all the I, can't, I just can't. I mean, I'm I'm 50 in a couple of months. You know what I mean? My brain works a lot slower. <laughs>
1: i love i i love that expression and i don't know, i mean i couldn't be bothered and i don't know if it's if it's a, a typical british expression or not but i think well, I've i was going to drop it.
0: the f-bomb but i didn't know if i could
1: <laughs> uh you may yeah you, and we would almost probably i think encourage it yeah. so absolutely yeah of course, of course uh thank you thank you thank you so every, everyone i want to thank everyone that's here uh and obviously it's it's the middle of the day for, for some of you and so i know that i Kaylee's in Thailand and, and Rock Steady. You are in in Australia, but uh, anyone else that's here, we want to th- uh, we want to thank everyone for being here. And I especially want to thank my guest Oliver Price, who is uh, as you can as you can probably tell by the accent, I'm from Chicago, where we don't got an accent. Oh, I've done,
0: done a few I've done a few tapes for a Chicago accent before. Yeah, <laughs> have you? We're gonna have to we're gonna have to go over your Chicago. Chicago. Oh, no, we're accent. not. We're not. Is that the time? Is that the time already? <laughs> no well, i don't I'm, do accents I'm, on demand no way
1: i'm upset with you because i thought i thought you were gonna be here shirtless you know oh, because I can, just...
0: shirtless thing. I can do the shirtless thing but um actually i wanted to ask you what, yes, what sir. What's your reasoning for wanting to chat with me what was the what was the pull
1: uh, I, I think it was probably that first shirtless photo. This is the long ah, con. Yeah. I'm just I mean, no no immediate, uh, right? The media, you person. know, it, it was it was your social media, it was your Instagram, and it was uh, this exciting life th- that I see as, and I feel like, I mean, well, you're an actor, but but you're a stunt person, uh, and these stunts yeah. that you're doing, and and then it, what fascinated, you know, a lot of times when cultures collide and mix. Really interests me, and then I saw that that I and and I I should probably have done more homework that you're uh, working in this Indian.
0: Yeah, film? I, is it, I, is yeah, it a I'm musical?
1: Is it a film? And it yeah. just blew my mind that this Indian movie is maybe everything. And for all I know, it's probably the hugest thing in India. It seems like yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. very high budget thing, and yeah. uh, so I'd love to talk about about that. Um, okay. I so, so I, I think that's what attracted me. To, sure, to to sure. oliver the the actor the stunt person and then sure. and then i saw that you were fit but then i actually when i started doing a little bit of a deep dive i'm like oh my I'm like you were on a competitive level you are yeah, a champion course, body bodybuilder yeah. and what it takes to do that my goodness yeah,
0: yeah. well i mean on your first point i mean i'm keeping it real right now because i'm talking to you from my bedroom it always makes me it always makes me laugh when you you do a Zoom or something and everyone's always in front of a, a bookcase or something really sure. you know, studious to make them look really you know oh, I read a lot of books and all this I think I've got about five books and they're they're like my I think the last book I read was Mike Tyson's autobiography so you know I'm not <laughs> I'm not sure where that puts me in uh, intellect terms but um, yeah I, um, I I definitely like to challenge myself and you're talking about the, um, the the training stuff and. It makes me laugh because that was, that was something, that, the competitive thing I did for a couple of years. And um, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not in shape now. I am, of course. But um, that picture and that era doesn't define me. It's, it's a bit like how I imagine it's going to go for Will Smith. You know, is he forever going to be a meme now? Is everyone just going to forget what he did before or after the Oscars? You know, it's just going to be that. Um, and similarly, you know, I've done a lot of things before I I competed and a lot of things after, and it's a tough one because the way I look, my, my physicality, um, is my USP and that's what gets me the work. Um, but at the same time, it isn't what defines me, you know? So as much as I love it, I'm trying to pull away from it sometimes too, you know? So
1: sure, sure. And, And i like what you said earlier when we were kind of discussing because at first, of course, I I put one of your headshots and it looked great and it, it was wonderful. Then, of course, I stumbled onto this shirtless photo and I'm like, oh, come on, you know, sex sells. I got to put this on. the cover. And if and if and if I, if I was brave enough, I would have found a, a photo of me topless shirtless and would have done this and put it on there. But I'm not,
0: no, you know, I, mean, I, I couldn't. That's, I can't compete. I mean, what can I, you know, come on, be fair. I'm the guest. <laughs> come on, please. Exactly.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, now you mentioned that if you know people have behind them a, a bookshelf, that means that they do uh, a lot of reading. So by by that mentality, what does that say about you that you have posed in front of your bed? Uh, well, are you just no, doing a lot of
0: fucking? I'm a, or? I'm a big fan of Ricky Gervais, and um, yes. I, I often, I, I, I just can't get enough material to watch of him. And I, you know, I've been in the gym a few times and I've been watching his Golden Globes and the the, the last Golden Globes he did, oh my days. You know, I mean, uh, he was calling Martin, he was implying Martin Scorsese was a pedophile. I mean, <laughs> everyone got absolutely roasted. And I just saw some clips of him. Um, I think, I don't know if he did Jimmy Fallon or, or the Late Show or something. And he walked on. In like an Adidas tracksuit, just really kind of not giving a fuck, you know, and just yeah. just being himself. And I think today, so particularly because of the influence of social media, everyone's like airbrushed and you know, like they are not they don't they're not real what they post. And do you know what? Just fuck it. I mean, who cares really? This is me. I've just hung my laundry out in the yard, you know. I, I do the hoovering. Yeah, I was in I was in um, an exotic part of the world jumping off buildings and helicopters. But at the end of the day, it's a job, and you come home and you've got to do the hoovering, the vacuuming, you know? <laughs> oh, my. Well, for so, now, for
1: now, we're, we're going to find you. Uh, I guess you're going to need a maid and all that as your career. But, but I do do
0: that topless sometimes, so that may be another show altogether.
1: <laughs> in that case, please come to Vegas and, and do my place. It's going to need... Hoovering that is nice side,
0: that could be a side hustle for me, right? Just I um, think so. topless like, hoovering, topless we call swim. it vacuuming, you know, because it's be longer long. and more more complicated.
1: <laughs> hoovering, which sounds great. Yeah, I, I love it. Uh, I have to go blow my nose with some Kleenexing, I guess. Um, that it's it, I'm, you mentioned, Ricky before, and I am such a fan. I'm, I'm a fan of RSK, Ricky, Steve, and Carl. Uh, so if, if you ever listen to their early days on, on XFM. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. I'm sure I've heard every single uh, show, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Carl Pilkington's Rockbusters. And I think Carl Pilkington is, is a genius. Yeah. Uh, and as somebody wrote in once, uh, they thought that uh, Steve was a great character. And Steve was like, I'm not a character. I'm a real person. But uh, the, the the world that, that uh, they inhabit, and I thought the office was genius, you know, the British office, of course, uh, and then so Idiot Abroad.
0: It's still true now that that yeah. how that office mentality is, it is absolutely true. It's amazing. It's amazing. And, and, you know, obviously,
1: then we took a show, a great show and made it better. No, I'm kidding. Like, and even though I had many friends that worked on the show, I never really got into the American office. And I'm sad to say because other people now are saying what a brilliant show it is. Yeah. but you know we do like what we always do we take something and then you know made it what nine or ten seasons or whatever when it was already perfect the way it was two seasons I, a couple, as yeah, exactly. exactly. couples and,
0: and um i think the problem with the american office with steve carell and don't get me wrong i love steve carell i love him when he's serious i'm not so big on his comedy so i think he, he was already a big name and everyone knew who he was so it's it's You knew what to expect. You knew he was going to be funny Steve Carell playing deadpan and, you know, all the kind of standard stuff Steve Carell does. But Ricky Gervais, no one knew who he was. No one wanted to pick the office up. No one thought it was going to be any any good. Um, But it's that like Stephen Merchant. I mean, does Stephen Merchant ever play anyone other than Stephen Merchant? Even when he did uh, Wolverine, he was playing Stephen Merchant, you know? Interesting, yeah, yeah. That's the thing about these guys. They're just so real. It's, it's, yeah, uh, and we can connect with that because yeah. everyone, everyone knows someone like Ricky Gervais in the office. Everyone knows really? the character, you know. So so cringy. Uh,
1: well, if you're a fan of, you know, in, and you might already know this, but well, there's a great group on Facebook, and, and I won't give out the name because it's it's somewhat of a private group, but probably has like twenty thousand members, and it might have already just started getting shut down. But everything that you would think the comedy of Ricky Gervais is it's in that group. So you better have a thick skin uh, and and not be easily offended if you want to be in that group. But uh, through there, I found out that they're actually having a convention in Manchester, uh, an RSK convention in September. So I'm going to try to get to that. Uh, But um, I I don't know whom they've announced yet, but I was talking to to the guy that's putting it together. And I don't, you know, obviously I don't think Ricky or Steve or Carl are going to be there, but all these ancillary characters are going to be there. Like, like, uh, uh, Ricky Dickerson or Dick Dickerson, uh, who was just a, a guy that would call into the show, you, you know, yeah. uh, and uh, and uh, and Keith, you know, from The Office and things like that. Yeah. So um, if it interests you, I think it's in September that they're okay, doing I it. I didn't
0: know about that. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm trying to help them get the word out, but I'm sure they're not going to need, need any help. But it's crazy that a show, and specifically, you know, the, the, the Ricky Gervais show on on XFM and then wherever it was, you know, back then, uh, is twenty years later there are still there are people still talking about it, uh, and maybe it's just because we're insane. But it's it's you know quoting the office and and just enjoying and it's always the same thing. Somebody posts a horrible meme, and then all the responses are Ricky Gervais lines or you know the Office lines or idiot abroad lines or you know something which uh, extras you know anything yeah. that has to do with that RSK world. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a huge huge fan. Um, and, and I love, you know, I love British comedy uh, and, you know, maybe I know, maybe Monty Python was a little bit before my time and, and it was British. Yeah. But it, but everything that I've seen after that is, is brilliant. And uh, I mean, Life uh, of Brian,
0: Life of Brian is is a classic. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I still would watch that now and find it funny. Um, but, um, you know, we, we're living in a bit of a more woke society. So I'm not sure how how much of that he could probably get away with now. And I think uh, John Cleese, I think he struggles with that now when he's he giving really him- does.
1: Yeah, I've seen some interviews where where he chats about that. And I believe that his daughter's actually here in the U.S. Uh, well, they're probably both in the U.S., but she's doing stand-up comedy here, oh, wow. uh, and I'd like wow. to connect with her because she seems, you know, obviously she, she comes from this brilliant comedic spot yes. mind. But uh, I've seen his interviews, and yes, I think you're right 100% that he is struggling.
0: But with- look, at, um, look at Bill Murray. Bill Murray is um, in the spotlight right now because he said he made a joke that um, a female member of a production of the production that he was working on complained. And he gave the interview, and he said, you know what? You know, I, I have to change something that I thought was genuinely funny. She was offended by and, um I have to change, so I think a lot of these older comedians and things that we found funny—you um, kind of have to think: Am I allowed to laugh at this anymore? You know, it's—I um, think we're in a bit of a sad place, to be honest, in, in terms of that. And then the whole thing with the the slap at the Oscars, and then um, who got stage rushed the other day? Uh, again, y-
1: y- you make it sound so 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 prime and pro- prim and proper. Dave Chappelle Dave got Chappelle- attacked on stage. Stage rushed, as you said. Uh, yeah, Dave Chappelle. It just happened, you
0: know. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, you 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 do comedy as well. I mean, how how do you feel about being up there potentially and like thinking, oh, can I say this? Am I going to get attacked? Is someone going to shoot me in the car park? You know? Right, right, right. I, I mean, I mean, and that's
1: the thing. It's it's and I, as stand-up comedians, as satirists, uh, we should be afforded a little bit more. Leeway because you know, we're constantly we know, and I think maybe George Carlin said something to that effect of like, we know where the line is, we know what you should and shouldn't say, but you're always going to toe that line and sometimes push it and see how much more you can get away with. So, I mean, uh, if yeah, don't you know, I'd like to think I'd defend myself, but then again, in, in the heat of the moment, you know, what are you going to do, or what if they, like I said, what if you're going to get shot? Uh, in the parking lot, as we ah, call it.
0: It's crazy. It's it's really a crazy world we're living in. And I I, I don't know, I, I try and just be myself, but you start talking about politics, religion, sexuality. You know, you're really, you're walking on dangerous territory these days. You know, you can't, you, everything's so polarized. You know, you can't have a little bit in the middle that's, you know, it's the gray area that we can all all enjoy, you know. Sure, sure. So it's the same thing in the UK, I take it. Everything is it's kind of it's the world over. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I mean, the whole the whole B. you know, the whole Black Lives Matter thing came about because of the events in the States. Um we tend to copy what what happens with you guys. So if you guys are getting a little bit more sensitive about things, then that generally filters over to us. But then you've got people like Jimmy Carr, uh, Ricky Gervais. who who really don't give a fuck and they'd rather not perform than be a watered down version of themselves. So, you know, hopefully we've got enough people to push back against all this, you know, cancel culture stuff, Um, you know, pulling down all the statues and all that. I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not making any political statement here when I say this, but you know, uh, there was some statues pulled down and the, the people went to court and they got off from um, from technically vandalism or whatever it was mm-hmm. because the judge basically agreed with them, you know. So, you know, times times are changing. Times, things are shifting. So it's, it's, it's tricky ground we're in at the minute in terms of comedy and performance, I think.
1: Wonderful. And thank you for telling me about Bill Murray. For some, Sometimes I, I feel like we live in such an insulated world that sometimes I miss something and I'm surprised because if it has to do with comedy, I, oh. I try to stay on top of it. But it's crazy. He just
0: looks so kind of like like this, like lost for words, but he had to apologize and he apologized and it's like, it's Bill Murray, you know, sad. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to, it's going to
1: kill, it kills satire and freedom of speech. And and that can't be, that can't be, you know, so there's still, there's always still going to be somebody that's still going to be outspoken. And my thing is, if it's funny, it's, it should be fine. And yeah, you know, a few people are going to get a little butt hurt, but if it's funny uh, to most people, I think, I think it's okay. Cause I've been the butt of jokes. And and then you think back, you're like, yeah, it's pretty, it was pretty funny. You know, yeah. whether they're roast battles or, or anything, that's those, those are some of my favorite shows when they do roast battles or, or just the roasts in general, because you can almost say the most horrific things, but it's, you know, it's where it comes from. If it's said with love.
0: I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, exactly but anyway you know that's a whole that's a whole different thing um i'm not a comedian i love comedy i love doing comedy um i just can't think quick enough on my feet i just i love the whole roasting thing and that that golden globes thing i just just kills me every time but um but yeah unfortunately on my latest part i uh i didn't have much comedy to do it was all straight you know pretty much how how you see me on the photo that's that stern expression you know like kind of thing that's my standard uh, my standard look on work um but had a lot of fun it was a great experience and uh yeah meeting working and meeting people from different cultures as as india is very different from how we do things in the uk and the sure. states very different
1: what movie is this and, and forgive me because uh, uh i i remember the name but it but I, maybe it's pronounced differently and i'll read something and i go like oh i don't know if that's pronounced right but something Hero, hero panty, hero panty. How do you, it sounds like a porno, my friend. I'll be I very honest. i already
0: done with this. And every time someone asks me, what's it, what's it called? Hero, hero, what? Hero panty, hero panty, hero in panties. So you're the hero in panties. No, um, it's called Hero Panty 2. And I think it tra- translates as hero. So I'm not the hero, I'm the villain um and the 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 hero is a very um a massive bollywood star um so yeah it was really cool to work with him um and like i said the whole process was completely i'd say i'm gonna say alien to me how how i'm used to working um i don't know uh the last american thing well actually i did a u.s tv show uh, a couple of months ago called autopsy the final hours of um But before that, the big, big thing I did was Vikings um, and things are very professional. You know, you get your call sheet, you know what scenes you're doing, you know, your lines. But on this Bollywood thing, you know, you get your call sheet, you turn up prepared for the scenes that are on the call sheet. um, And then not only are you not doing those scenes. Oh, okay, No one told me Um, you're not doing those lines now. Oh, okay, No one told me that. Um, and you're 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 doing something in a different accent oh okay fine you know so (laughs) just get on with it you know what are you complaining about Um, that's that's how it works it's like organized chaos but they get it done and um yeah they they work quickly and uh yeah it was definitely an eye-opening experience for me
1: well I I watched the trailer and I literally like my mind was blown I'm like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, an action film. And then all of a sudden, of course, then there's like this musical. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's a musical. I'm like, wait, but it's an action film. Like okay. what the hell is going oh, on? My American so, brain
0: couldn't yes. process So something, something you have to realize about Bolly- Bollywood is that there's always a couple of songs in there. Always. Um, that can be the, it can be the most serious film, but then they'll, start, they'll break out into a song you know um i don't know why they do it they just it's just a tradition um and as far as the film goes it's kind of like a it's like a fast and furious type thing um with a bit of romance and a lot of action um and the main guy doing a lot of crazy stunts uh, you can see that in the trailer as well um but um yeah it's uh, it's completely bonkers and uh I would say it's it's if you're into things like Fast and Furious and you know stunt heavy things then you'll love it but um I'm it's not the sort of thing like Fast and Furious and, and even James Bond these days um Mission Impossible they're not my kind of films you know I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to go and watch them it's just basically looking looking at um one impressive stunt sequence linked by a little bit of story and then another impressive stunt stunt sequence. And, and it just carries on like that. I'm not, that's not really my kind of film. Uh, I don't know about you.
1: I, I mean, they're, they're fun to watch and, and I'm going to definitely see if I can watch hero panty 2 cause you're in it, but it's, uh, and, and you know what, expand, expand your mind. I mean, it's, it's, uh, because it is, it's something so foreign that you're like, wait, but this is an action film. Why is there a musical right in the middle? But but now that you've explained it, you know, it makes yeah. sense. And and yeah. that's what yeah. Bollywood is known for. And it's great to hear the the behind the scenes. Uh, I had a friend, Marcio. I, I did a, a soap opera with him called Bold and the Beautiful. So when we first met, oh, I know that one. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. So I was on there. I was a, I, I played a character named Caesar. Obviously, I'm Latino, so I was a bad guy. We kidnapped yeah. the stars of the show. And Marcio who's uh, from Brazil, didn't speak Spanish, but they didn't know that. So he auditioned. They loved the way he looked. He, you know, very similar, uh, you know, imposing guy like you and maybe also, you know, obviously into fitness and whatnot. So on uh, the first day, he's 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 like, can you help me with these lines? I'm like, what? They're in Spanish. Like, he goes, I don't speak Spanish. I'm like, where are you from? He goes, Brazil. I'm like, oh. Go, well, yeah. didn't they know that? He goes, no, I told him I spoke Spanish. So uh, I think it's safe to tell this story, you know, because... It's been yeah, 20, right. 20 years or 18 years yeah, or whatever. Right. And, uh, so, so, so I helped him and we got along great and we still keep in touch. And, uh, uh he was doing an action film in, in Japan. So when you said about this, like almost guerrilla filmmaking that it, it just, it gets done. And I don't know if you actually said guerrilla filmmaking, but you know, it, it feels kind of that same way. And, and, uh, it, he was working with a very famous director, but he had a translator and, uh, they, they wouldn't get permits. They just, they shot on the train and yes. people are, but they still shoot and it gets done. So the director likes to do one take and then we're done. But then, uh, the translator, he goes, Hey, the director would like for you to improve. And he goes, what? He goes, Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, like faster, slower. He goes, he goes, no, just improve. He goes, "Fuck, Okay. <laughs> you know, as an actor, you're like, fuck, like I thought I was giving it my best, but all right. He does it again. He does it ex- kind of exactly, but with a different emotion. And they're cut. And the guy's like, No. He goes, You're doing it wrong. He goes, He wants you to improve. And he's like, Okay, all right, well, let's try to get. Like, after the third time, the director's just beside himself because he, you know, he only likes to do it once. Yeah, uh, it turned out that the guy was trying to tell him that he, the director wants you to improv. improv. He oh. <laughs> <laughs> improv, but he was saying improve. Oh. And, and he was like, Oh, improv?
0: Yeah. Oh, Nightmare. It's like, I can't improve. That's the best I can do. I'm sorry. So, yeah, as far as language goes, there's a similar thing, uh, miscommunication, because in in Bollywood films, they'll speak Hindi, which is their language, but they'll also start speaking a little bit of English as well, mixed in with that. Um, So it'll be like, blah, 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 blah. And we need him to go there, blah, 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 blah you know, like that. So I've got my scene and I'm waiting for the, the one of the main guys to, to come down the stairs and he's talking Hindis, blah, 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 like this. And I've got a line that I say in English, obviously. And I need to know when he's finished his line, when to come in. So... I'm like, well, I don't speak this language. How am I gonna know when I'm supposed to say my line? I'm looking at him all like serious, like I'm I'm nodding and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Kill him. Yeah, he's really bad. And I haven't got a clue what he's saying. <laughs> and eventually we had to come to an ar- arrangement where he'd like, he'd like literally like do something, you know, and I, I know when to say my line. So he'd be like, blah blah blah. blah, blah. I'd <laughs> say my line, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's terrible. It's ter- what a <laughs> I mean, what you
1: know. a way to make a movie like wait till I, you know, and, and I could just see you have more more work with them. And, and, and they're like, look at this guy just fucking itching himself the whole film it's scratching all the
0: time. I know. But and they speak so quickly. I mean, I, I guess when 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 you don't understand what they're saying, everyone sounds like they're talking quickly. But um yeah, especially if there's three or four of them, which there were all like, you know, backwards and forwards. And then there's me. Waiting for this scratch you know to put my line in you know it's it's really tricky and then they've changed the lines as well um and then I did the audition in English um I got the script and it was a play, a Russian character so I prepared for, for all Russian so I get to the I get to the set on the first day and I go to meet the director and uh, I say I just want to confirm that we're just doing this in a Russian language oh no 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 you're doing it in American so yeah. oh, okay <laughs> It's completely mental, you know, it really is. And then, oh, in the final cut, they've dubbed my voice. It's an Indian guy doing, it sounds like a really bad American accent. I can't work it out. But it's not my voice. They've dubbed me. So, And they've dubbed everyone. So it's bizarre.
1: Okay, good, good to know. So we won't judge you when we watch Hero Panty 2. No, no, and we're like, <laughs> what the hell kind of accent was that? Yeah. Speaking yeah. of accents, uh, give me your Chicago accent. What was the, uh, uh, do you remember the what audition? Was the, what,
0: what, was the, what was the word you said? Chicago.
1: Well, I, I said, I said,
0: uh, I'm from Chicago, where we don't got an accent. I think I had, I had a, I a tape to do, and it was like, "Hey boss," something like that, I, and and that was like, it was, it was two or three words, and I had to, I had to, I had to ask someone in in the states how how do, how would they say this line in? I can't even remember how if if I'm doing Chicago or not, but it was like, "Hey boss," and I was playing like a like a mobster, sure, um, sure. and. Yeah, gosh, regional accents in the states. Whew, that is a uh, that is a tough one. I mean, can you can you do them all? Can you can you do the the Jersey to the? Do you know what I mean? Can how are yeah, you with I can do Jersey? You know,
1: but I I can't be specific. Like, is it New York? Is it Jersey? That's the thing. I don't know. To me, it sounds all the same. You know, yeah, but then it's, it's different, different, different from the South. How y'all oh, those doing? Little,
0: those little nuances. Um, I mean, one I was watching. Um, um, a film with um, Ben Affleck, and he was playing. I think it was a bank heist movie or something. And he was he said Hel, helicopter. Is it he, how do I say helicopter in uh, helicopter or something? It sounded like and swad for sword. It was like swad. The most bizarre. Oh, yeah, it's a sword. sword.
1: It's a sword, sword. or a swad. Sword. Yeah, very Boston. Or New yeah. York, but probably more like Bas- Boston. It was very specific. Yeah. It was a very
0: specific part around that area, you know, that they only sound like that in that area. So, yeah, the helicopter thing got me. It was like a helicopter. It was really weird. But uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm not, I mean, in the UK, generally they ask us to do what's called a general American accent. And and whenever i go to to accent classes they're like there is no general american accent you know there's all different mixes and regional variations you know and all this so yeah it's um it's tricky when you start going into the south and different areas of the south and you know all that but uh sure. we don't we don't really get to play around with accents over here um if it's an american production they generally want you to speak english so sure, sure. yeah so it's pretty good. Yeah, cool. and,
1: and, well, they say that, I mean, if you were to listen to, to maybe somebody from um, like Oklahoma, uh, uh, is it Oklahoma? W- 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 no, uh, w- where's uh, Idaho? Like that's almost that general American accent because you'll, you'll it's whatever the newscasters are using that yes. is very neutral. Yeah. Yeah, Everything's yeah, yeah. enunciated. Everything is kind of like this. Yeah. Where th- it's
0: not like Chicago or New York. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, or, it's things or, like, or, um, you know, the word internet. You know, some, some newscasters will say internet, internet. Uh, or, or inter. Um, but then most people would just say inner. I mean, would you inner. say inner or inter?
1: I say inter because, ah. you know what? If there are letters in a word, I'm going to pronounce it. Right. So you guys drop your R's and do whatever bullshit you guys are doing. It's yeah. but see, I just said doing. You know, so sure. I guess if it's conversational, yeah. But but I think if, if I'm trying to just come across uh, internet, I think I would say internet. But then that sounds weird too because it's
0: inter like also internet. If, yes. I'm in a, if I'm in a hurry, it's it's oh I'm on the internet. So but, if you say, if you say internet, are you are you? Uh, would people think that you're trying to make too much effort and? Do you know what I mean? That's the thing. I don't know, and then and then it suddenly sounds unreal. I don't know, but sure, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like texting.
1: I I, I can't text incorrectly. I will back up or erase and rewrite something if I misspelled something, and it's I'm I don't know.
0: I am the same, and I always put a space after a full stop as well. Of or course, or a period. You call it a period, right?
1: We call it a period. Yes.
0: Yes, yeah, so I always put a space. One space, not two. One. Well.
1: But that's relatively new, as in in the past maybe ten years. Because I yeah. found an old script of mine. Well, I'd written uh, I call something called the Vato Sutra, which is an updated Kama Sutra, and it's just you know funny sex moves that I'm yeah. trying to get published. And it was so old that it's that it had two two full stops after. Did you guys ever do two stops? two, two, two spaces?
0: I after. Oh, I don't think so. I, I, I've never done that. I mean, I did. I did English for a little while at uni, university, and uh, it was. All, I always remember it as being one stop. But uh,
1: oh, interesting, because here was always two spaces uh, after a period. Always, wow. uh, okay. you know, when you're typing, it was always two spaces. And I'd say in the past five, maybe, maybe I'm already forgetting, but definitely, you know, within the past ten years, it's become. Maybe just five years that it's become. Oh no, it's it's now accepted that it's only one space after a full stop.
0: There we
1: go. But and it's so weird because some some things like we say period so much shorter, so much more concise. But yes. then there are other things like uh, elevator that we say elevator. You guys say yes. lift yes. or or uh, flat versus apartment. You know, it's just so weird that that we you know pavement versus sidewalk is that i mean or, or or you say cigarettes we say whoa f- whoa easy know, even yeah. your liberal use of the c word i mean it's even hard for me i love that word i think it's fantastic and i've it's called people. Really rude, isn't it it's a but in rude. the u.s it is rude. Yeah. it is you don't use it you don't really
0: use it and i mean it's when women use it as well it's like it's like amplifies how oh you know when you hear a woman use that word it's like oh man woof
1: woof it it stings but then you guys throw it around liberally like hey oh that's that's you know that's my friend so of course i'm going to call him a cunt you know and- <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah
0: it's kind of it's pretty it is pretty common it's a, it's a common uh it's a common term of affection shall we say <laughs> it's fu- it, it is
1: it is and, and you know what i see expressions and phrases oh you know always kind of maybe hopping the pond and it maybe goes back and forth because I, I've always tried to use the, I like the the phrase, no worries, no worries, mate, you know, and, and it's. I think that's a very British thing, but people are using it here now. And and I like to think, you know, I was in there, an early adapter, if you will, yeah. no worries. Yeah. And now I hear even my brother in Chicago say, oh yeah, no worries. So yeah. little things like that, I, I think will cross. And I think it's great. I mean, you know, thanks, thanks for the, thanks for the language.
0: Oh yeah, uh, you're <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, yeah, language language is, um I don't know, it's uh, <laughs> it's definitely, you know, nuanced between countries and continents. And yeah, you you have to be a bit careful. Like I said, from the cigarette thing, you know, you could really get yourself in uh, in hot water if you didn't know. Sure. I think even in one of those RSK
1: episodes, uh or the Ricky Gervais show, there was a whole explanation. Because you guys, I mean, that's just what you call them, and... I know, <laughs> you know, why should you have to change when that's not an offensive word? I'm sure there's other offensive words for 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 someone that's that's homosexual. But, uh, yeah, you know. know,
0: that's the thing. It's the, and that's the thing that I'm saying about having to be so careful what you I mean, like even now, if I smoked and I don't and if I went to the petrol station, the gas station and asked for a pack. I'd have to think. Oh, can I say that now? You know, whereas before, it, no one would even blink an eyelid. You know, but yeah. I don't know. It's that's just the times we live in.
1: Well, I guess we'll have to take the blame for that one. You know, <laughs> for for for, for gi- giving it such such evil intention behind that word, because it's my understanding that what that uh, what fags are, are are those logs that 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 stoke the fires of hell is basically where I yeah. believe where the word comes from. So I can right. see where. You know, it could it could be applied and then and then taken, you know, to mean something horrible or it just means a little stick, you know, a little a cancer stick or
0: whatever. cancer stick. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Talk of uh, Flipping, flipping the, he- the the coin for a minute. I read your uh, bio and it said that you were into yoga. I, I thought that was really interesting. Oh, th- yeah. Th- thank you. I, I
1: mean, I, and uh, I'm still f- far from where I, I want to be, but I credit it with helping me. I've lost about 65 pounds and I, I don't speak. Uh, uk so i don't know how many stone that is or whatever exactly. unit of measure you people use
0: <laughs> that's, a lot. that's uh that's like um four stone over four stone that's
1: really a okay it. so so and, and it's because and it wasn't just doing the yoga obviously and, and you i'm sure know everything a lot about uh you know it's not necessarily the working out it's what you eat and all so, that so it's, it was a change of lifestyle really and it was uh and my ex-wife got me into it so I, i'll always be Thankful for, for that because I you know for one thing it's not a thing that men usually do I mean even though it was founded in India my joke is that it was it was discovered in in uh, Venice Beach California or Santa Monica uh, and it's you know uh, and, and then it went to India but uh, we, we you know we all know it started in India and it's predominantly male but now you know eighty percent is it's it's female and especially as a person of color. I'm Latino. My father was from Mexico. It's not like something like, oh, yoga is on the, you know, and I had all the misconceptions of, oh, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not flexible. Uh, I used to be because I did Taekwondo and I could kick high and I was, I could do the splits and I could do all that, but I'm no longer that person. Uh, But I realized then, you know, because of modifications, yoga is accessible to anybody. And I've, I've, uh, I don't know if you read, uh, I have a lifestyle brand called bad ombre yoga. I've, uh, I saw that. So yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I'm trying to create products that are more for a POS as I, I'm a POS, a person of size, you know, that are wider, uh, bigger blocks that you can, you, you know, instead of stacking up two or three blocks to, to do a triangle pose or do something, uh, then you can use just these bigger blocks that are a little bit more stable. Okay. Uh, but, uh, and it was really because of, of the change of mentality also of, of thinking, um, you know what if I go out drinking tonight I and it's not like, oh I have to do yoga so I can't go out tonight it was more like if if I go out drinking tonight, I don't get to do yoga tomorrow oh, okay. so it's just that little shift of mentality and it yeah. just and I think a lot of it of course was drink you know because drinking then leads to well, I'm gonna have a little snack you know and it's a big snack of a full yeah. breakfast at two or three in the morning and I'm in Vegas. So the hours are just, you know, of course, always horrific. And with my stores in the casino, you know, sometimes I'd be there till two, three, four in the morning. You know, by the t- and then, all right, let's go for an after-work drink. Now it's six in the morning, and yeah, you're having breakfast at six, but you've had, you know, twelve drinks, you know, or whatever. So, uh, so, so yeah. So thank you for heavy, asking. Yeah.
0: How heavy were you when you decided
1: to I, I, So there is a place here called Heart Attack Grill. And if you weigh over three hundred and fifty pounds, you, you eat free. for free, and it's disgusting and and horrible and vulgar. My my wife forbid me from ever going there. Uh, and uh, my joke was I was two pounds away from eating for free. Sure. And uh, my friend Derek, who owns the casino, said you should step on the scale with a couple rolls of quarters. But I knew at that point that if I started eating for free, I would. I by now I'd probably be five hundred pounds because I, and I had to. And it was everything was just so tough to do. From tying my own shoes, and to be honest with you, I think I was already up to like two sixty-five, but the joke doesn't work because it's you know it's up to it's three fifty for free. But exactly. I was probably at like three sixty-three 360, sixty-five, uh, and I, and I ended up coming down to to right around three hundred, and I'm I'm still maybe another hundred pounds of where I'd like to be. And even if I lose hundred pounds, I'm still considered over oh, you know uh, obese. I oh, am. Yeah, so,
0: my watch, like, my okay, watch. but at my least watch. I
1: can get under two hundred.
0: My my watch tells me that I'm uh, I'm type two obese, which I think is quite funny because I weigh um, 110 kilos, which is around 2 240 pounds now. But I'm quite tall; I'm I'm about six two, so I kind of stretch it out. But at my heaviest, I was around 280, and that felt really heavy, you know. Um, carrying another 40 pounds around with me, I, I just can't imagine I was that heavy, you know. So when you say you were that the weight you were wow that's that's tough that's real tough
1: and, and you don't we don't uh put it together until like I think we went bowling and I picked up a like a 18 to 20 pound ball and I was like, oh let me get a lighter one and then my wife's like you know she goes, you know you've lost three of those bowling balls you know and, and it was it was like holy shit because one is heavy and and it just wreaks havoc on, on your knees and you know because it's all that is supporting all that weight so Every, every pound it's, you know, it's, it's just, it helps. So I'm still on, on my, on my journey and it's, you know, I look at somebody like you, to be honest, I feel like I'm just short for my weight because if I was, you know, seven foot two, perfect, exactly. but I'm just a little short for my weight. But no, I, you know, I look at you and, and it's like, wow, like what a great body. But then you look at the work that you actually put into it. I mean, I saw some of your, your workout videos and it's just like, I mean, the, And I've seen like the Pumping Iron, you know, the the famous Arnold documentary. I mean, you really to be a champion, to be a bodybuilding champion. I mean, that's no joke, man. Yeah, no,
0: it's. I mean, I, I, I got, I decided to 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 compete because I needed to put my energy into something. Um, At the time, I was a bit lost with the acting. Around two thousand seven, I did a film with Thora Birch, um, which didn't perform very well. And then after that, my agent wasn't very good. And I wasn't being put up for stuff. And around 2010, I just thought, oh, what the hell, you know, um, people are encouraging me to compete. So, yeah, I spent a couple of years competing and I did really well at it, but it just wasn't ticking all those creativity boxes for me. It was never something that it's like if you can play piano, but you don't really enjoy playing piano. But people say, go on, you're really good. Try it. You, you know, you, you can you can be good at it, but it doesn't mean you you love it and you you want to carry on doing it. So it just wasn't working for me. Um it's not healthy. You know, it's not at that level. It's not a healthy pastime. Um I don't like calling it a sport because I don't really see it as a sport. You know, Um a sport for me is objective, whereas bodybuilding is subjective. Oh, he looks better than him. So he's going to win. You know, that's, that's not really something. Mind you, you could say acting's subjective as well, isn't it? I mean, there's some terrible actors who are doing really well, you know, so... Or terrible comedians who are super funny, you know. I mean, um, everyone's got an opinion, but um, no, I think creatively it wasn't it wasn't working for me. So I put my focus back into the the acting, and just trying to be healthy. And you know, like I said, I'm coming up to fifty, and I just want to be as as good as I can be. I think that's the thing. I think the thing that motivates me though is is myself um, letting myself down. So it's I think Dwayne Johnson said. Um, the The fear of failure is greater than the hope of success. I think that's and that's very true because it's if if it's in you to do what we do, you know, you you just want to keep going because you're scared to stop because you're scared that you haven't, you know, you haven't been true to yourself. So it's. Not an, it, 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 I mean, sometimes. I think, you know, whether you're a comedian or
1: an actor, it's like, are we insane? Are we the crazy ones? Because you're in a business where where it's, but it's like sales, you know, so I think that that's made it easier for me. Uh, I've always been somewhat, of, you know, of a salesman type where it's yeah. a numbers game and you're used to getting no, yeah. but now it's personal because you're saying no to me. You're not saying no to my ice cream cone or my cigar that I'm selling you. You're saying no to me, Paul Vato, that you're, uh, you're not the right one, but yeah. You know, that uh, for me, I've, I've I've had a shift where it's like, OK, I'm not the right one for this project. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Mean I'm not going to be right for the next one. And it wasn't my job to begin with. So,
0: but, you know. know, the problem is now because I don't know if it's the same in the States, but everything over here is done on self-tape. Yeah. You don't get that opportunity to go in, meet the director and he will say to you, actually, can you try it like this? You don't right. get any of that. You don't even get feedback on your tape. You know, my agent will look at my tapes and go, oh, yeah, great job, really good, excellent, I'll submit. But then you don't hear anything. And very, very rarely the casting director will come back and say, oh, we really loved your tape, we're going to keep you in mind, but you just weren't right for this part, you know. But like I said, if you had the chance to go in and meet them, you could maybe show them that you could do it a different way. Because on a tape, how many how many time, how many many different takes can you do? I mean, I do two, generally. Um, but, um, you don't get any, you don't, you don't know it's, it's like, oh, so they didn't like me. And then you kind of, if you do 10 tapes and you're not book, still not booking any work, you know, you start, it's easy to let that self-doubt creep in, isn't it? Sure. Sure. And, and, and what's happening also,
1: it's, it's, you know, you're competing with people now that are doing it 10, 20 times and then sending the best too. And I feel like a lot of times that these, uh, casting directors, and, and then eventually when they're, when the person's making the movie, you might do yourself a disservice because I know that if I go in and then he tells me, like I said, change it up, do it this way. And I do it and they see me like, okay, he can do it on the fly. You might be hiring somebody that can't do that on the fly, you know, because they've sent you the two best takes out of 20 or 30 or how many ever takes they did. You got their two best, but now they can't adjust on the fly. They they can't, they don't have range. Whereas if you're auditioning in person, you know, they're going to find out if, if you're, if you're fudging you know what you can and can't do so i could see where a lot of projects could go sideways because of that how- i like convenience because i can live in vegas and submit for everything in la chicago new york you know no problem I, so i'm glad i shifted and after a 10 year hiatus and got back into acting so
0: but h- how how important is your agent or manager in the in the in the process because over here the better the agent that you have the more likely that you're going to get submitted for I mean, like a casting director may say, right, we only want to take stuff from CAA or ITG or, you know, Curtis Brown or some of these tier one agents. Is it the same in the States or does everyone have the same opportunities? I, I believe everyone has, the, you
1: know, they're going to all see the same um. uh, castings out there. Uh, you, you know, there's the different levels. There's the ones that I get to see if, if I wasn't with an agent, which is kind of the, like the leftovers. So they do get all the castings. Now, but the, the thing is, if you're with CAA and CAA has a project, they're going to want all their actors to be right. in on a project right. so I could see where the better the agent is. But yeah. I could see, you know, me getting lost in an agency like that that has hundreds or thousands of actors and then you're not getting that that personalized attention yeah. and you know, you're not that first guy because there's another ten guys that look just like yeah, you. I, I know
0: exactly what you're saying. You're like a small fish in a very big pond, aren't you? You know, so that, yes. for me, for me, that's why I've maintained the look because there aren't there even now aren't that many people there aren't a, there isn't a huge pool of you know six foot two guys my age with my physique you know out there and I have to I have to hold on to that because you know you need every chance you can get to get in get in front of the, the casting yep. directors.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And have you been to the U S to work uh, Uh,
0: or you work in the UK? No, no, no. I've done, I've done U S productions, but it's, it's so, like I said now because of the advent of self tapes, you know, U S production companies are very reluctant to cast anyone in the UK because there's so many thousands of English actors in America anyway, for one. Um, secondly they've got to organize all the visas and that expense and all that then they're just not going to do that you know um they're not interested unless you've got uh, a permission to work over there you know they'll say on some of the breakdowns um you know genuine us um visa holders only or whatever you know um because they're not prepared there's too many people who have got the requirements for them to say um, oh, it's open to anybody, and even if you haven't got the requirements, we'll 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 sort that out for you. There's just too many right. people. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: you, you guys have have invaded uh, our country, and and you're you're taking our acting jobs, frankly. So, we're taking we're, yeah, we definitely yeah. have to build this wall that uh, that Trump was talking about. Isn't it part built? Did he part build it? I I think a small section got built. But, you know, Mexicans, whatever, then we'll go over it or we'll, we'll go under it. You know, so or just, or it, they'll just, take bricks,
0: they'll just take the bricks and make their own houses with it. Right.
1: Yeah. But my friends wrote a, a sketch that way where uh, they were using the, the one side. You know, now you've got one side of one side of your house built. Just build houses. <laughs> <laughs> and who, who, the, who the hell do you think is going to do all the labor? So Mexicans build a wall, anyway. So, what are you talking but, but about? Yeah. the funny
0: thing is, wasn't it just like a relatively small stretch? But then you could just go around this way or that way. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like you know, the river is uh, the Rio Grande, it's Rio
0: Grande, yeah, yeah. And it's it's uh,
1: you can walk across it. That's why yeah. I get mad. You know, a derogatory term for Mexicans is wetbacks, uh, oh, and right. it's because you know you got wet swimming across. I am like, oh. it's not us; it's the Europeans. They had a whole ocean to cross. We yeah. just had to cross a river. To get back to what was ours, anyways, you know.
0: So exactly. exactly. Oh, that, that's just crazy, though. I mean, um, I don't know. How, how did you? How did you feel about that whole thing when he came into came into office? It's just crazy. It was, yeah, it was. It was in, insane, you know. And it's it's not, a
1: lot of the the, the Republicans or the rights. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm, I'm a business owner too, so, though. So, so I kind of fall in the middle. I'd rather be right, like like you said at the beginning, in the middle. You know, so I agree with some policies from the right. I yeah. and I, you know, but I I have the heart of somebody that that you know wants people to not be hungry and and yeah. not be forced to have children and you know things like that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle, man. I wish more people were in the middle. Then, uh, and more like, and the right. how
0: do you feel? But then, how do you feel now? Kind of gone the other way with. Um, Joe Biden, I think it was um, Joe Rogan who said, Joe Biden's like a flashlight that's just flickering and the batteries are fading and you're in a really dark forest. You know? He, yeah. he, and he, yeah. He's a Democrat, you know? It's like, yeah. well, and that's what happens. It's, it's, it's It always has to be corrections,
1: you know? So, so you had eight years of, of Obama and then people felt it went too far to the left. So now we went to, to the right. But now it went too far to the right. Now it's got to swing back. So... You know, uh, I mean, I, I like the Libertarian Party where it's kind of like government hands off. It's it's you know, it's about the people. It's not about yeah. all the policy. It's and, and I think the old adage is correct, which is, you know, oh, Republicans and Democrats, two sides of a coin. But it's the same fucking coin, you know. Yeah,
0: so exactly. I, I don't think there's no one's going to please everyone, are they? You know, at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing about Trump was he didn't care how many eggs he had to break to make that omelet. He just didn't yeah. care. And that I respected about him. But that's the only thing I got to say, because um, he wasn't influenced by the money man and he had his own money. You know, he didn't care. He was just going to do what he, he was just going to do what he wanted. And he was going to say what he wanted, um, which is the opposite of, say, Obama, who was like the ultimate statesman. But did anything really get done under Obama? You know, was he just a really nice guy? Yes. But did anything get done? How, how, you know, how, how did you feel about that?
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing because you know, unless there's a majority in, in the House and the Senate, and however that works, things are not going to get done because you could say like this is what we want, and then they vote against it. So it's yes. always, and I guess I get it too because there's checks and balances. Because yeah. then you know, can you imagine if it went all one way or wow. all the all the other way? You know, so it's a crazy so ha-
0: system. Bro. It's a crazy system. That whole electoral college thing that you have and. You know, some one state is is worth like hundreds of votes, hundreds of seats, and then another state is worth like two seats. You know, it's crazy, but it is what it is, and I guess no one's ever going to change it. So, I I, I, I suppose uh, you
1: prefer uh, the the royalty, or, or what's you know, yeah? Put, put everyone in
0: jail. Put just put everyone in jail. That's the sure. thing. Yeah, it's just well, simpler.
1: I like I like the insult to to politicians, which is, well, yeah, politics is like Hollywood for ugly people. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, they they, they certainly um, I mean, there's there's all sorts of scandals and they're only human. You know, at the end of the day, people are human they you can't put someone on a pedestal. I'm still waiting for something to come out of Obama's closet because that guy is just too perfect. You know, there's sure, got, sure. got to be something in there. I think I think wasn't isn't there a conspiracy theory that. His wife was a man or something. Of course. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 and secretly gay and all this.
1: Sure. Yeah, of course. But but you know what? Maybe that's what the right things is going to be insulting. You know, like oh, can you imagine? And then the left is like, yeah. So what if she was? You know, whatever. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> you know, but but that for the for the long time to- longest time that would have been a very hard hitting insult. Like oh, he's, yeah. you know, he's gay. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Know,
1: but now people are are being they're running for for office and they're openly gay and. You know, the worst is when the Republicans and a, a lot of them seem to do that. When they're they're the ones that are anti-homosexual, and then they're the ones that get caught with a male prostitute, that's smoke, right. smoke death. You know, you're like hypocrite. You know, that's what I hate is hypocrisy. I yeah. think that's you know from either side. Yeah, you know. So, <laughs> hey, if it was us in charge, the problems would all be solved.
0: Definitely, definitely. But I'm just gonna take a swig of water, boy.
1: Yeah, you, you know what? Let's let's let me do that as well. Let me wet my whistle.
0: Listen, I can talk for England. So if you want to talk about anything, go anywhere, I'm happy to go there. I don't know if you your times up. But it's very late for you, so you uh, you tell me what you want to know.
1: No, I already I took a nap, so so this is this is good. I can Joe Rogan this for 3 3 4 hours, oh, but we but oh. we don't have to do, do that. I've learned.
0: You know what? I've learned. I have got a big respect to him because I've I've learned so much about the world purely because of listening to to him. I know a little bit about astrophysics, I know a little about politics and the just the, the diverse people that he has on, you know, politicians, rock stars, um it's um yeah, it's crazy and this whole covid thing as well because that's kind of recent, you know, the 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 opposing views of guests that he had on there as well. So yeah, I mean uh, those three-hour sessions. I, whew, I don't know how he keeps talking, but uh, fair play to him. I, I mean, I, I could, I could see me
1: doing that with, uh, with an interesting guest. Though so that being said, I guess this is over. No, I'm kidding. That's horrible. Yeah,
0: it's horrible. Ah,
1: uh, tarantan. T- yeah. Um, but, but I, I, you know, I've gone everywhere from, from an hour to an hour and a half, and then earlier, I, I had two interviews earlier today. It just happened that everybody, well, yesterday technically. Uh, wanted to do it yesterday, and uh, they they each went a couple hours. And my question was, and this is for anybody that's in the audience or anyone that knows about podcasting, should I chop them up and do two episodes? Somebody said, like, no. Nowadays, if it's organic and it's flowing, they can be. I think it's Joe Rogan's influence,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's the thing because it doesn't seem like three hours when – when you when you're listening to these things that are three hours or two hours or, or however long they might be if you if you're having a chat you're having a normal conversation about stuff then yeah it doesn't matter if it's interesting and you're covering some different topics that people are interested in um then yeah just roll with it you know i like that yeah th- thank you are you doing uh anything as far as
1: podcasting either i mean your own thing or, or just no, I mean, and I know it's oh another thing on my plate, so it's not. It's no, not no, easy. no.
0: I mean, right now, I'm all I'm doing right now. I mean, the film's done, it's finished, it's out. Um, so right now, I'm just back to the grind. You know, back to doing the tapes, back to auditioning. Um, yeah, no, it's um, yeah, that's it. Um, and you know, you can go from a, a real high, really down to you can hit the ground hard uh, if you've got nothing else to to focus on or get back into. It's it's tough. You know it's tough, and then when you when you see the final edit, and then you've been cut out completely. For example, it's like wow, it's a kick in the nuts, you know. And that's that's happened to me many times, many times. You uh, you work so hard on something, and then they'll just cut it out. I mean, even the scene in the last film I did in the Hero Pantsy, where I get kicked out of the helicopter and I do a do a crazy stunt falling out this helicopter, they've they've cut it down to just a quick, a very quick flash. So what I do, I'm in the habit of getting people to film scenes on my mobile mobile phone, so I've got at least a copy in case it gets cut, uh, which is usually what happens. So um, that's the stuff you've been seeing on uh, Instagram. You see,
1: that because- is, is that is is brilliant because again, you know, after a ten year hiatus, ten years ago, twenty years ago, I we weren't doing all this for the TikTok, for the Instagram. So thank thank you for for, for actually putting that in in my mind that that's you know.
0: Hand somebody yeah. your phone or your camera and go, hey, yes. can you film the get behind them to film the scenes almost the monitor. You know, if you're doing a, if you're doing a dialogue scene, get them to film the monitor because they they're not going to let you film the actors. But just get someone to film the monitor, and that's what I've done. Um, and I've got some footage be- because of that because the scenes that I filmed on the monitor aren't even in the film. So brilliant, brilliant. Now, and and so I, that was that was a question because I I've seen.
1: Uh, your Instagram where, where you, you are falling out of a helicopter or you're falling uh, onto a pad and you're getting attacked by this group of people. Yeah. So yeah. that was for Hero
0: Panty and it didn't make it in, into... A tiny uh, bit made it. But you know the funny thing about that scene? I didn't even know I was going to do it. I mean, I'd, 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 there was a helicopter, there was a chopper on, on the pad and I thought it was a fake chopper. I just thought, oh, we're just going to do a scene inside this chopper and that's going to be it. Um, no one told me the thing was going to take off with the doors open and bank on its side like this, um, with me in it. I was just playing it cool. The the pilot guy was like, Oh, you've been in a, been in a chopper before. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No problem. Never been in one in my life. So Uh. I was kind of crapping myself at the same time, but just styling it out, you know? Um, so we had done that scene just flying into the, into the thing, landing and I have to get out and smoke a, smoke a cigar with these rotor blades like inches above my head, you know, um, finished that. And then they drive me to the next location and there's a big crane there. And I'm like, okay, what's with the crane? I'm looking up at this crane. It's like 70 feet up in the air. And then they tell me they've got to do the next part of the sequence where I get kicked out of the chopper and there's a drone shot of me falling. So I'm looking up at this thing. And so I'm like, you mean I've got to go up there and be dropped down? And they're like, yeah, so yeah, I mean, can you imagine? Um I, I didn't even know I was going to do that. Um and that's, that's insane. You know, that, that's insane because, you know, we have this thing called health and safety regulations <laughs> over here. Um and I know in the states, you know, you're big sure. on safety, um but you're in the middle of Abu Dhabi. Uh, the, how do I know what the health and safety regulations are, you know, if if at all? Um so I got rigged into this uh, suit. It's like a Velcro thing. They strap you in and they cut little holes in your clothes and attach you to the wires. Then they just winch you up and then they just drop you. So, uh, yeah, it was a tough one for me because what do you do? Do you, do you put your foot down and say, actually, I've never contracted to do that stunt? Or do you say, okay, for the good of the film, I'm going to do it? Um, and Obviously, that's what I did because, um, you know, it's an awkward position, isn't it? But that man, no, yeah, it, it
1: is. But you, you would be a hundred percent right to. Well, it probably wouldn't happen in the UK, and it wouldn't happen in the US yeah. without days of planning and yeah. and maybe months of planning. Yeah. And yeah. this is what we're gonna do. This. Are you comfortable with it? Yeah. You exactly. know, I mean, it's, there, was it's,
0: none, there was none of that, and also you'd be on a different rate as well. I mean, the day rate that I was sure. paid was just for the acting. Um, It's funny because when I spoke to one of the line producers afterwards, I said, would you mind if I get a stunt credit because I've done a lot of stunts in this? And he looked at me and like, Oh, well, you're an actor. You're going to get an acting credit. I said, yeah, but I've also done a lot of stunts and I can put that on my IMDB. It makes me look more versatile uh, with my work. And he's like, Oh, okay. But as far as basically, as far as he was concerned, the actor should do his own stunts, his own singing and dancing, his own acting his own everything. And, and that's all expected in that industry. I said to him over here, you know, you, you're a stunt man, you're an actor, you're a this, you're a that, you're a that. You're not, you're not Jack of all trades. But what, uh,
1: what a crazy way to look at it. So I don't think I'll be going to India anytime soon. because I'm not getting <laughs> pushed out of an airplane uh, out of a helicopter. And uh- yeah,
0: it's, it was a tough one, but I mean, look, I had faith in the guys who were rigging me up and, yeah. uh, it all worked out good in the end. But uh, yeah, it was just another eye opener, you know? Um, And I'm pleased that I'm, I'm based here and I'm working here. And uh, yeah, if anything like that comes up again, then, then I'll be ready for it, you know?
1: So, so, uh, so you're wired. Does, does that mean then this winch system slows you down and you don't actually, I mean, you don't actually
0: get a pad or? Yeah. So so basically um, you're wired in, then they winch you up. And someone is literally holding on to this button or whatever it is to take the load. So if they let go of that too quick, the whole thing's going to come. Um, so yeah, basically, someone is controlling your descent. And we had to do one of those. You, you can see on my on my Instagram, there's a big pad on one of the takes, but on another take, we did it with no pad. So. I could have potentially fallen from that height with no pad there, you know? So you're putting your faith in, um, in someone's, you know, ability to, to press a button. <laughs> so, Jesus.
1: Yeah. I don't know about that. My friend,
0: <laughs> I, know, I know, but, but in, in the moment, in the heat of the moment and the, you know, the, the whole, um, you, you, I don't know, you want the production to be as, as good and as authentic as possible. I just agreed to do it. um, my agent would have gone crazy if he didn't sure. know about that. Sure. Have, sure. it. You should you should be getting stunt pay and yeah. stunt credit and and
1: all yeah. that. So rest assured, in the US, that I, on a on a legit shoot, just like in the UK, I don't think that that would ever happen. They wouldn't even think about doing something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, so, I've got it. I've got all the credits and whatnot that I that I need, and I've got the footage. So yeah, it was uh, like I say, just uh, just another experience. Amazing! Amazing!
1: uh were you were you born in london you reside in yeah. london
0: now yeah yeah i was i was i was born in not london i was born in the uk uh mm-hmm. in a in a very small city well it's a big city now called Leicester. Do you know do you know any cities in the uk birmingham do you know birmingham i you know what i've heard all of these and then of course i know the ones
1: that were mentioned in the office like slough swindon oh, yeah but, uh, <laughs> but other oh. than that and i've heard of course i've heard of birmingham uh, I've I've heard of uh, uh,
0: did did you say Leicester or Leicester Yeah yeah Leicester That's that's next relatively near to Birmingham uh, And that's where I was born um, Actually went to the school I went to school in uh, Florida for a little while um, In followed though Yeah uh, Really I, Yeah I lived with my uncle over there and it was because my dad was was pretty sick at home and it was kind of touch and go whether he'd make it When I was very young like ten or something. Um, so he, he actually pulled through and I went back home, but I could have, I could have been, um, uh, yeah, living in the States by now. Um, I have a large extended family over there spread into, in Florida and DC and all over the place. So, um, I've been a frequent visitor to the States, uh, generally just West coast, East coast. I haven't explored too much anywhere else. Is there anywhere else? Chicago. I mean, I think, I think you need to get yourself to Chicago, uh, uh, but
1: but really, it's you know it's the it's the coast. If you're in the business, it's New York, it's L.A., Chicago, Atlanta, yeah. um, uh, New Mexico. Now, so it's kind of you know it's spreading as as uh, some states lose tax credits and then other ones gain them. Uh, um, yeah, then yeah. people are like, "All right, let's go to Atlanta and film this." You know, Tyler Have, you, have you
0: done the whole New York thing? Have you tried to do all that?
1: No, uh, and it's be- because you know I chose L.A. Wow. Uh, and I. Th- and it's really you want to be in Hollywood unless you're a theater actor, unless you're staged. Then of course, yeah, you, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's I wonder where if you'd, you'd have gone over go. there for the comedy.
1: Yeah, and, and the com- yeah, of course, the, the the comedy. But and I'm not a stand-up though. You know, I do sketch and improv. So I think that that's part of the reason that, you know, starting in Chicago, which is where the second city is, and just happened to be in my backyard, uh, for those that don't know, it's the Mecca of improv comedy. Uh, is is Chicago, you know, a lot of uh, influential people came out of there or are people that taught other people, uh, you know, they can trace the lineage back to Chicago. Uh, And and then, you know, going to to LA to do our our Latino-inspired comedy show and then finding agents and managers there, we just ended up staying there. But a lot of my other friends, you know, because they went to Saturday Night Live, the sketch show, which is in New York. So it would have been either coast, but then after leaving Chicago and leaving the snow and the cold, it's not very motivational to go like, Oh no, let me go back to New York and, and suffer in the winter.
0: No, no, thanks. I've been there. I've been, I've been in New York in January and I'm, I'm, it's gotta be the coldest place on earth. I've been to with that wind. Uh, in. When that wind comes in, you know, oh, it burns. It's so cold. It burns.
1: Well, Chicago is known as the windy city. So it's, yes. I, I feel like it's probably even colder. Uh, it's off of Lake Michigan. Granted, you know, New York, you, you, you've got the Atlantic ocean there, but, uh, Chicago is is also known as the Windy City, and that wind just cuts right through its bone. I didn't know that. I thought so, it was.
0: I thought it was just like a gentle wind, and it was like quite warm. I didn't. I didn't actually knew it was. No, it was a cold wind. In in the winter, they have the wind the wind factor or the
1: wind w- wind chill, I think chill. it's called, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know it might be twenty below. And again, I don't speak uh, metrics, so I don't know what that is. But it could be twenty below zero, and but it feels like it's forty below. Wow. You know, and it's it's uh, I mean, there was one day where it was 40 below and it was so cold that the next day it actually shot up. And the joke is, if you don't like the weather, just wait a few hours, um, and, which I think a lot of cities have that joke. And then the next day it was actually 20 above, which is still freezing. Yeah, I think 36 is the freezing, you know, what your freezer might be yeah. at 36 yeah. below, uh, above zero. And so that's still freezing. So 20 above was still freezing, but it felt so warm. I took my jacket off and I was in a t-shirt and I go, what am I doing? Like it felt so much warmer than yesterday. And it was yeah. 60 degrees warmer, but mm-hmm. it was still, I could, I could die from exposure cause it was 20 it was still freezing, yeah, but yeah. Uh, that's how severe the weather can be in Chicago. I, I, I mean, I put it up there with, you know, I don't know, Alaska, ca- Canada. Now, of course, you know, maybe people from Siberia would beg to differ, but
0: yeah, yeah. it's miserable. Uh, it's pretty, uh, we have a pretty stable weather here, but it's, it's, this it's stable as in it's gray and miserable most of the time and, <laughs> and kind of raining and yeah, it's, it's not a good, uh, it's not a good weather system. I understand why we have a lot of retirees move out to Florida and I can, I can see why. You know, sure. but, uh, uh, LA is quite
1: the opposite. So of course, so is Vegas, but LA, you know, maybe San Diego probably has some of the best weather in the world. If, if you like, you know, um, uh, um. Uh, so, 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 somebody was complaining, you know, because oh, Chicago, but Chicago has four seasons and it's wonderful. And then somebody else was like, "Yeah, well, LA has two, and they're both great." You know, it's it's you know it's, it's about, thing, uh, about that. It's it's uh, the weather; you you can't beat it. But you know, so, so I had a friend who, uh, uh, rest in peace, Jim Zulevic, uh, who would say. He was miserable. You know, he he goes it's always sunny here. You know, it's like, Yeah, that's it's good, right? Like oh, you missed you know, you missed that it's, it's so
0: good. It's so I think for me, you know, when, when people say, Oh, have you been over to America to try and do pilot season and all that stuff, the only motivating factor would be the weather. Because there's no way in hell I would want to go over there and try and book jobs. You know, I just wouldn't want to do it. Be, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's not easy for you. I mean, you have to have a work permit, you gotta do all that.
0: Oh forgetting putting all that on the one side just the fact that you know every single person you know serving coffee or working in in a part-time job is an actor and you know potentially you're going to be going up against these people every single person goes to the gym everyone's in shape you know i just it just seems like my idea of hell and big respect to people like um you know channing tatum who i believe uh did he just decide to drive to LA and he slept in his car or something until he got some, he got his break in Magic Mike, I think it was, you know, or well, Brad Pitt walking around in a chicken suit, you know, I just, <laughs> those yeah. guys, Respe- I, mean, uh, I it, uh, but- it does help. I suppose it does help with the fact they look like Greek gods, you know. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't want to be um, a kind of a nobody actor, you know, like I would consider myself a nobody actor over there. Um, to i' trying to book work. I just think it would be horrendous.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? I think we've had some messages. Uh, uh, is it Excel, Sanchez? We. Oui. it's only 10.40 a.m. over here. Uh, shirtless Jeff, eat your heart out. There's a guy, uh, a friend of ours, Jeff Nelson, who does a show here on Fireside, oh, okay. who uh, who's very fit. He's a model, a proper you know New York model, but so more that's traditional fit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's one for Jeff. Uh, uh, I love The Office. I haven't watched the British version. You have to watch. And I'm sorry, these messages are. I forgot that they were here. If the woman gets offended, just toss her in the boot of your car. Says Kaylee, who's okay. Canadian but lives in Thailand. So I. And, and uh, if you, Oliver, if you still have time, I mean, we've got some great people in the audience. I don't know if you'd like to take uh, any questions or, or yeah. at least say hello to some of your some of your new fans here. But that is yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, bring him up is, is, that, is that all right bring it on if, bring it up yeah okay if, if uh, so yeah if he, uh, and no pressure if not no worries guys but if, if any of you oh philip is here and I'm, you know what it's it's uh I, i'm i'm farsighted so i i i am sorry I'm nearsighted i can only see so, near so but I. if I have my glasses on i can't i can't see and i had a detached retina we got all these eye problems so anybody that would like to uh and again no pressure if you'd like to come up just uh, ask to come up, and we'll we'll have you come up and you can
0: ask a few questions uh, or, you know, or, or just know just it's funny you you mentioned about eyes i'm I'm really short sighted and um I was actually going to do this in my glasses, but i've got this thing about wearing my glasses i don't know I feel um it's like an old feeling of vulnerability that i've because i've I've, been, I've worn them since I was a kid, and that's partly why I got into training because I was never allowed to play sports at school because I wore these big thick glasses and um, it made me feel really insecure and paranoid. So even now, I still feel a little bit like that. Um, you know, I was talking about keeping it real and all this, that and the other. But I guess even for me, you know, I'm still, you know, um, protecting myself a little bit um, because I do feel quite vulnerable with them on. And also, I literally look like Mr. Magoo. They're they're kind of like this thick, you know, so. So uh, do you have contacts in right now or am I just blurry or? Yeah, I have, I have my contacts in, but. Um, my focal point, it's really nerdy and geeky, but I can literally focus on the individual lines on my, my, my fingerprints, you know, like, like this close it's in focus because my prescription is minus 11. I don't know if you have the same system over there for measuring short sightedness, but, um, I, I believe so. Cause I, cause, but, but I'm pretty blind and I think I'm like a minus
1: four. I could be making that up. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to bring up a, a good a good friend and also actor and and comedian, uh, Philip. And Philip, let me invite you to video if you if you'd like to come on. No pressure. Well, no, because I'm I'm asleep actually. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I'm kind of in bed, so that wouldn't be great.
1: Well, welcome, Philip. Uh, please say hello to our friend. I don't know if you know <laughs> Oliver, but he's also. So- I know. Hey.
2: Hey Oliver, I just wanted to say, uh, yeah, y'all are. It's great. I'm fascinated. But you getting thrown out of a helicopter? That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, also, welcome to uh, uh, I uh, vision issues tonight on on Fireside. I uh, I did what you did, Oliver. I uh, I started not being able to see for a long time, and I was it was bumming me out because I'd always had good vision and. Uh, I would do a sketch show, and I'd have to wear glasses to read my lines. So finally, I got contacts, and it changed my life to uh, be able to look like, oh yeah, I can read that, no problem. And then no one knows that I have contacts on that are, you know, the size of saucers in my face. But there you go.
0: I feel your pain. I feel your pain. So, uh, but
2: Phillip, yeah, are,
0: are you,
1: uh, yeah, are you hanging out with Donald Trump right now, or or is there anyone in? You know what? I
2: think he could be here. You know, he wanted to see what Boris Johnson's doing. Let's see if he's around.
3: Hello, everybody. It's me, Oliver. What a great guy you are! You're so great. You're so fit. People love you. They love you a lot. They really do. They think you're so fancy. And I gotta say, you know, you're the people in Britain, they're not nice to me. They're not nice. You know, they didn't like me walking in front of the Queen. I don't understand it. She was very slow. You know, and I understand she's not. She's not doing a lot of stuff, this lady. She's cancelling appointments. I What's that all about? I very she's weird. Binge
0: watching Netflix and smoking cigarettes. I think that's that.
3: That's probably exactly what she's doing. She's watching some of the shows. There's some great shows. Mike Myers, I, you know, he's a great guy. He's got a new show shot in UK. Unbelievable. Not nice. He should have done it here. But, you know, he's a Canadian now. He's always been a Canadian. But, you know, he was in the U.S. for many yeah. years.
0: Many years. I don't
3: know if you know him, but yeah, he's he great. Know, he's,
0: a, he's a traitor, though, so we don't want to talk about him.
3: That's true. That's true. What's the deal with Boris Johnson's hair? You know, I mean, I have beautiful hair, but Boris Johnson, he's got the—he likes it messed up. What's I don't know. that?
0: I mean, every uh, time, every time you see a picture of Boris in the in the press or the news or anything, this is his pose. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why it's—it's um...
2: it's very true. It's very true. Well, there you go. There's a little four cents worth of uh, Donald Trump oh, there Larry, for you guys. Thank you tonight. so
1: much, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh,
2: uh, no, but it's really fascinating. I'm gonna have to follow you on Instagram to find out all these things. I recently uh, was—we were actually uh, one of my uh, production partners. were actually talking to people in India about doing a film in oh. India, which would be crazy. And uh, but yeah, it sounds—it sounds like you had an interesting time. Yeah, for sure. like I
0: said to Paul, it's—it's um, it's not a work, it's not a way of working that I'm used to. But listen, they've been doing this for. for 50 60 years and it works for them um they get it done millions of people cinema over there is massive so millions of people go to the cinemas they don't streaming and online platforms aren't such a big thing for them so going to the cinema is a big event um they like things really theatrical and you know and i respect that they've they've stuck to their their old ways and you know they haven't been influenced by the way we do things in the west they just get on with it and it's worked like I said, for all this, all this length of time. So yeah, it was just, it was just great to, to experience it and be a part of it.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. And do you do stuff in the U S as well, no, or do you just no, do I stuff? Mean,
0: I, I would love to, don't get me wrong, but, uh, like I was saying to Paul, there's, there's so many English guys out there. Um, unless a production company particularly wanted me say for, for something that no one else could bring to the table, then, um, then yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be difficult because, uh, Look, look, all you've got to do
2: is get a Texas accent and pretend you're afraid of zombies and you'll get on Walking Dead like that. (laughs) I'm from Texas and I'm friends with – and Paul, I think you're friends with Scott Gimple also, the showrunner. But he hires more Englishmen to go, hey, y'all, look out for that zombie than anybody else in the world. (laughs) I could do that in my sleep and can't get hired to do it. So I'm going to come over to – I'm going to go to the U.K., and I'm going to start acting like I'm English, and I'm going to fucking take over, and it's going to be amazing. How is your British accent, Philip? I'm, sure I'm sure it's amazing. Oh, man, it's great. It, 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 it I went to the Dick Van Dyke School of Accents, and let That's me tell you. That's the one It's proper good. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Oh, but uh no seriously i i, I think it's awesome and uh, it, you know you guys you guys get a lot of work over here so you know don't yeah. i mean you know.
0: I'll, I'll literally be watching something and i'll be like and i'll be looking at their imdb you know thinking well, I haven't seen them before where are they from and i'll say i can guarantee they're from england you can just tell and they're invariably from england you know it's crazy you know it's it's,
1: cool. it's that r they overcompensate the r in words, uh, you know, and and they'll you know get to the car, you're like, that's a British person that's just taken an American job, and it's yeah. sure enough. Uh, so the only one that did fool me though was what's his name from The Walking Dead. I i, I didn't even remember or recognize him from his other oh, uh, Lincoln, Lincoln, right? the, the yeah. lead, yeah, yeah, Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. I was he, floored when I, when I found out he was from the UK, and then i then what movie was in love actually or yeah love actually yeah i was like oh of course that's why it looks familiar but he totally fooled me that's the i think one of the only people that that have fooled me but yeah
2: yeah it's so weird it's so weird i do love people that have accents that can do an american accent and it's because i do so many voices and i love seeing it because it's like a magic trick to me because it's like they just completely go away and it's just amazing uh uh, I think it was um, Rebel Wilson talks about it like when she does an American accent, she just she gets really happy and dumb. And it just is amazing the way she does. it. It's pretty amazing. That's her that's her description of what my, we are. So I guess that's my, OK. My cousin
0: in Florida, he 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 always says to me, just just talk as though you can't be bothered to say much and just try and skip a few words. And that's how we speak in Florida, you know. There you yeah. go.
2: You know, also a, a tip if you're ever doing a Florida accent, Oliver, and this is something you could do, take some bath salts before the scene. That that gets you there every time.
0: Top tip there.
2: There you go. There you Florida go. man. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for letting me uh, crash, and I'm sure we'll uh, discuss a time that I'll come on and do the show with you this week, I'm sure. Philip, I would love that at, at your convenience, at your leisure as they may say, we'll find out when you're doing shows and we'll get, make it happen. Oliver, nice yes, to sir. meet you, sir. You.
1: All right. You take you care guys. Friend. Yeah. Thank you. Philip. Right. Uh, uh, I have a calendar. If you want to set up through there or let me know and we'll set it up with whatever works. As you can see, I'm up at two, two at three in the morning. Oh. Uh,
2: I know. And I know it. I was about to go to bed and I started listening to this. So, so yeah. So, uh, so next time we'll do it soon. We'll do it soon. But I look exactly like I do in that picture. Right now in bed, it's pretty amazing. I look up, I wear a blue suit, yeah, my and, hair is perfect, everything's good, background. everything's good. So you look amazing. You look amazing, <laughs> Philip. Thank you. Exactly. That I'm actually that's actually a live video of me laying on a yellow sheet right now. I so like there you're a, go.
0: You're a ventriloquist as well. We're very talented.
2: Is that well? That just got a really bad signal, but you know, I always look, look amazing. Great, you look so. amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. You thanks, it, Thank you. Thanks for popping up. Uh, well, Oliver, yep. thank you so much for being so gracious with your time yeah, and uh, and taking calls if you will, and and meeting meeting some of some of your new fans here uh, on this side of the pond. but okay. I, I discovered that it doesn't matter what time we go live on fireside there'll, there'll always be people because again, you know uh, some of our some of our friends are either in Thailand or in Australia. so yes. uh, I, I, I like this platform and if you if you'd ever like to come on or if you want to apply to be a creator. Where you can do your own things here. It's interesting. That yeah. would be wonderful. Yeah, if it's something that interests you, by all means, please do.
0: Yeah, this is new to me. I mean, uh, I was late to the Zoom party, and uh, yeah, these these new platforms that are popping up. It's um, yeah, it's getting big now. So yeah, who knows? Definitely. I mean, I, I love to talk, so uh, maybe I'll look into that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of course, and it's um, uh, the nice thing is that it lives on the platform. But as soon as we're done, I I can download. The video, everything, and then re-upload it as, and it's and it's simulcast right now to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. So we might be getting views there. Eventually, I'm going to figure out a way so that if somebody writes a comment on YouTube, it would it would come come right. to me as well, right. which is not happening right now. So I so forgive me, anyone that's just watching this as a live stream. Um, and then uh, I'll download it and add my intro and outro video, and then re-upload it. As a matter of fact, in two hours, the Season two uh, premieres and debuts uh, uh, as a podcast. So my first three interviews: Kay Parker from Canada, Bill Cott, who's an improv actor from Chicago, but in such movies as as a Dude Wears My Car, and he was in in uh, in Galaxy Qu- Space. What was it? Galaxy Quest, Galaxy Quest. and uh, with Tim, with, yeah, with Tim Allen, yeah. uh, and, uh, and 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 uh, Mr. Larry Larry Tate from Wizards of Waverly Place. And then Naomi Grossman, who was Pepper on American Horror Story. These are the first three episodes that we're that are coming up in two hours. So please subscribe to that and and all that good stuff. That, but uh, but Oliver, I think you would do great on the platform because. And again, you can just go on for ten minutes and give acting advice, and then it lives on the platform, or you can download it and use it, you know, reupload it somewhere else.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's
1: cool. Wonderful. Uh, well, Oliver, uh, do you have any? Final thoughts, or is there anything that you'd like to promote? By all means, um, please
0: do. No, uh, no. Honestly, no, I don't have anything. I mean, I'm like, I say, I did this uh, little TV show um, called Autopsy that you guys get over in the States. Um, but other than that, I'm just auditioning. And uh, if everyone could just cross their fingers for me, then uh, send a little bit of luck my way. Who knows where you might see me next?
1: That's amazing. Oliver, I sincerely appreciate the time that you've taken to chat nice. with me and it's been a, such a great conversation and if you'd ever like to do it again i'd be more than happy because i'm yeah. uh, you know we'll catch up and and then
0: and then you can tell me what you really think when you direct message me on instagram right <laughs> yeah 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 and then and then <laughs> and then you then i'll say hey paul how did that go and then you don't reply i'm
1: not that's gonna it. reply just that's just so you know you already know how this is going
0: See, i know how it goes
1: you yeah. know <laughs> <it real.
0: laughs>
1: get used to it uh no <laughs> So, this has been wonderful. I'm going to invite the Waitbot up. So, what will happen? There'll be music, and then uh, and then I'll just end the show. So, Oliver, again, thank you. Uh, make sure you guys follow Oliver at uh, Oliver Price Official across his, uh, social media and follow me at paulvato.com or, or vato.tv. And from there, you can find, uh, but also if you could be one of the first ones to download or listen to my podcast which is in two hours on on spotify it's it's where it's first going to be and then you know be spread out to all the other podcasts and platforms so uh once again oliver thank you so much for your time and uh thank you for joining us
0: thanks Paul. All the best Cheers. In this hombre,
1: hold another bottle. Look a little closer, cigar and moscato. an actor and improv coming from Chicago, Alto, make way for Paul Vato.